Um, hey, everybody. Hi. It's Christian. And Jerry. Jared, how are you, buddy? Um, I'm good. We hope everybody else is having a fun. Oh, uh, you know what, though? What? This will come out on my birthday. Happy birthday, Jared. Thanks. We'll still a little... Um, hold on, let me find something. Okay. Just one second. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't like this version. It's like fucking remix shit for kids. Hold on, guys. It's cool, though. Um, let me just get... No, how do I just... All right, Jared. Happy birthday, man. How old are you? How old are you? I'm 29. Yeah, so you haven't hit the big 3-0 yet. No, I'm about to. You turn... hit the three O like what? Ten years ago? <laughs> <laughs> when did you graduate high school? Like twenty, twenty ten? No, that no earlier than that. Oh three, oh five. Did you really? Yeah, dude. I'm gonna. Are be... you five years older than me? Well, I'll be I'll be thirty three on in in a few days. Wow! Happy birthday! The big three O. Big no three three. Oh, thirty three. <laughs> Do you know how numbers work? Do I know that you never what? I said, do you know how numbers work? Oh, sorry. No. Remember the whole thing about I couldn't read until I was nine? <laughs> Thanks for bringing it. You know, reading doesn't apply to numbers. I don't think you call it reading when you. You have to read the numbers on the page. Am I right? If they're written like in long form, <laughs> yes. Let's move on, man. Happy okay. birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Today, we brought on our good friend, Jordy Wax, from Contrast Films, just down the street in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But, I mean, how many things have you... I mean, how many different things do you see that Contrast is doing all the time? It's stupid. It's so annoying how much they're doing. Pretty much anything you see for Vivo, a lot of stuff for Spotify. Um, a lot, I mean, of, a lot of music outlets. Yeah, they're like... A lot of music stuff. Um, it's not stupid, Jordy. I'm just like... I just wish I was working as much as you were working. Well, not anymore, which I guess is kind of the point of (laughs) having him on today. Yeah. So with, um, with kind of like what's going on right now, we thought we'd check in with someone who, I mean, quite honestly is probably feeling it the most out of the people that we know. I mean, he owns a production company. He has, you know, employees. um, A lot of contractors that work with him. A lot of contractors. Yeah. But also he, um, I don't know. I, I think like the reason that we got here, Jared, is because we both got an email from him a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Um, just detailing all of these different outlets and sources that we could be applying for um, in order to alleviate some of the financial shit that everybody's going on. So we felt like it would be a great idea um, to bring him on the show yeah. and for him to kind of talk about that email, uh, talk about everything that we can be doing as self-employed, freelance, contractors, also production company with, you know, employees or not. Yeah. Um, so that's what we covered in today's episode. 
you know, some, some of it is uh, some government programs that are available, um, money that you uh, can apply for, loans, grants, et cetera. And some of it's just like logical things uh, of like how to think business-wise to prepare yourself for, you know, weeks and months more of, of, of this. So, you know, who knows how long we're going to be kind of um, not shooting, <laughs> not, not uh, shooting live action stuff or producing or, or whatever. So um, yeah, we just thought it would be good to have Jordy on and kind of speak to how he's wrestling with it and figuring it out. He's, he's uh, a good businessman and, and someone that I look up to in that respect a lot. And um, I think he brought some like really interesting ideas to the table and some clarification to some things that are um, kind of complicated <laughs> yeah, and confusing. Um, so anyway, I hope this is uh, valuable for you guys. And, yep. um, before we get into the show though, um, we just need to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, music bed and film supply. Um, you can check both of those websites out. Rewind. Try that again. What? You said webs outs outs website webs. You said webs out webs out instead of website. Oh, sorry. It's okay. You can also check out our sponsors at musicbed.com as well as filmsupply.com. We have coupon codes for both those websites. Um, If you go to musicbed.com, you'll get 20% off with coupon code GOOD at checkout. And if you go to filmsupply.com, I got this one. Uh, Coupon code at checkout is GOOD podcast for 20% off at (laughs) filmsupply.com. All right, so we'll throw it to our uh, business correspondent, Jordy Wax. Jordy, Jordy Wax, welcome Hello. to the show. Thank you. Some may call you Coach Wax. Is that is that true? <laughs> is it true that some may call me that? Uh, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> How about Sorry. That? Oh, yeah, that was maybe <laughs> maybe dat, dat, Daddy Wax. Oh yeah, I don't like that one. That <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. Um, Jared, so tell I'm, us what we're doing with Jordy. Well, I'm trying to figure out how we all even know each other, which is kind of funny because I don't think I, I I actually know. But Jordy is an old friend of mine. You know, what I remember Jordy. I remember sitting in um, outside of a U-Haul, uh, like I don't even know if you call it a U-Haul store, but. Uh, and we were picking up a U-Haul at like 10 p.m. one night. It was the first night that we met, and we were about to shoot a music video together. That you were, I think you were, were you ACing for Ryan? Probably or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and I remember talking about what you were doing at the time, which was um, not only partially, but uh, doing like political ads at the time. That's right. Yeah. So um, that was way back way back in the day. That was probably like 2014 or something. That was 2014, 2015. Yeah. So I was, and in fact, I was shooting, not at that time, but I was shooting uh, political ads in North Carolina as, uh, a, as a Louisiana boy. Um, there we go. But yeah, I, I learned a whole lot on political. Yeah. It's, um, it, I tell people it was some of the most passionate people that you ever interview. You know, I bet. people who I bet think all these like crazy things are going to happen to their lives. And, you know, <laughs> it's a little different than like a commercial interview or something. But well, speaking of politics and the state of the world, yeah. um, here we are. And real quick, just plug for, for Jordy, uh, Jordy 
owns and operates Contrast Films, which does a ton of really like amazing music content and other things. Um, what's the what's the website? Contrast.tv or something? That's that it. Yeah, That's take, it? Take or something and just Bang go it. with Contrast.tv and you'll go <laughs> there. You'll land right on the homepage. Yeah, amazing stuff. Does a lot of stuff with Vivo and Spotify and all, all kinds of stuff. But also an adept businessman, which, you know, uh, in the times we're living, that's an important skill to have. So uh, we brought Jordy on just to talk a little bit about, um, you know, how to navigate uh, the economics of a pandemic <laughs> and all the uh, all the uh, services that the government is trying to offer to uh, small businesses and, and the like. Yeah. So, um Jordy, can I ask the first question? Please. When when you realized what was happening, mm-hmm. like when it became like an actual thing, what was like the first thing that you thought about? So it, I don't remember the exact date, but I know the day. It was a Wednesday, and early March, and it was. I got a call from one of my clients who I had three shoots scheduled over the next month. And basically that client said, we're pausing everything indefinitely until we figure this thing out. So that was a Did that huge, feel crazy at that well, point. That's, that was like, for lack of a better term, I was just like completely panicked, you know, like internally, yeah. I didn't like freak out externally, but just internally, it, it was almost like the bank had called and said, Hey, uh, all your money's gone. <laughs> you know, like it was just this, like, it was just cause in, in my mind, and I'm sure you guys feel it a little bit. Like once a shoot is confirmed and I'm using air quotes mm-hmm. on an audio podcast, but once a shoot is confirmed, <laughs> it's kind of like money in the bank for you, you know? So you can yeah, kind of yeah. see like, okay, so the next few weeks, this will pay for that. This will pay for that. And so for those yeah. shoots to go away indefinitely, yeah. It was a big shock. So, and then that happened to be the same night that they canceled all of the NBA games for the rest of the season. And like crazy day, think, like yeah. the final four, you know, it was just like, it was just happening in real time, like minute by minute, all of these news breaks and then personal business breaks are all happening at the same time. Yeah. You know? So, so yes. Yeah, so and my very first thought, unfortunately was panic. You know, I, I wish, yeah. I wish I had the, fortitude to, to say that, you know, I was, I, I felt resolute in that situation and I, we were going to figure it out, but no, I was, I was a little panicked there. Yeah. Um, well, what was your first kind of like, um, decision or, or move to kind of navigate, uh, through that? Great question. B- business wise. Business wise. So my, so that evening, um, I sat down and <laughs> it's, and reconciled my books basically. So I got into my accounting software and I reconciled the last few months. And then I sat down and made a business and personal uh, monthly expenses list. So I I just had to know, you know, you Mm kind of generally have an idea of, you know, what you're spending and what, what things cost, but I wanted to know for the last three months, exactly what I had spent for contrast and what I'd spent personally to know, how many dollars per month I need to survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that was, that was the first thing I did business wise. Um, and I figured out how much money we had in reserves and I figured out how much savings I had and was able to write down if I never work again, what will then like, when can I, when do I have to shut down contrast and when do I 
when do, when do I run out of money personally? You know, <laughs> and it's, you know, it was just the, it made me feel better to know those things rather than yeah. have it up in the air, you know? Yes. Um, and it's, you know, I was definitely thinking worst case scenario in that moment because that was way before any kind of government assistance had been uh, announced or even float, you know, even, even rumored at that point. So yeah, it, it honestly, it, it sounds scary, but it made me feel better. Um, yeah, I was able to totally. sleep that night, you know? Um, I'm curious, you know, cause you run a, you run a company that you're paying people and you have mm-hmm. employees. Um, and then there are people, and I guess, you know, for our listeners, like I'm sure there are people who own companies and they support, you know, uh, they have employees that depend on them. And then there are people who kind of like run their own, whether it's sole proprietorship or whatever, I guess let's talk about it. Like in the, in, in that way, like, uh, what, what would you suggest from your experience if you are, you know, paying salaries or, or whatever, and you're supporting, supporting people, how would you go about that? Like, what's the first step for that? And then if you're like a sole proprietorship, yeah. um, what do you think is the first move, uh, in that situation? Well, let's talk, um, production company. And in, and when I say production company, I'm, I'm thinking more in terms of the local to regional production company who may have, yeah you know, anywhere from three to 15 people on staff and you're shooting videos and you've got in-house cinematographers and editors and all that stuff. So, um, let's talk about that company first. Um, the very first thing you need to do is go to sba.gov, um, and fill out the, and, and read, basically read the different things that are uh, offered. Uh, the first thing that you'll find is there is the PPP, which we've all heard by now. It's the payroll protection program. And it is a loan that you'll be able to apply for through your bank. Uh, so you're not going to apply through it, apply for it through SBA.gov. You'll actually go to your business bank. Uh, you need to already have a relationship with that bank. And uh, that is what you're hearing about for people who, uh, have employees. It's designed to help keep employees. And the good news is the money that you're, that you receive through the PPP is actually forgivable. So it's, it's a Mm -hmm. loan, but once you prove that you used it to pay payroll or to pay (laughs) utilities, uh, then that loan will be forgiven. And basically it's free money at that point. Um, how much can that loan be? So the loan is uh, what you'll have to do is, calculate your payroll over the last year. Um, Mm. and let's say, let's say you've paid 10 people, $75,000. So, uh, that's, so you paid out $750,000 in payroll for that year. Um, plus you'll add in any kind of health insurance premiums. Uh, we'll just say zero for this exercise. And, um, and then also if you'll, you'll take your, the company's profit, and that will be how you determine uh, the pay for the business owner. So the business owner usually isn't paid through the same payroll. Um, so let's say we're just at seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. So per month, that is sixty-two thousand five hundred dollars. Uh, to answer your question, Christian, you're you're going to take your monthly payroll, and you can multiply it by two point five, and then that is the amount that you will apply for with the payroll protection program. Um, so wow. for this, so for this example, um, that would be a hundred fifty six thousand uh, dollar loan that would convert into a grant. Um, 
that's good for people who we're using in this example, you know, because they have a lot of people on their payroll. Um, what you'll find is there are some companies, uh, mine included, where we actually don't have that many people on staff. Um, so I don't have a bunch of people who I pay uh, on, through my payroll company. We use um, Wrapbook or media services to pay people, um, like crew members for shoots. So that's going to fall under a different category that we'll talk about. Mm. But um, that's kind of where the PPP falls uh, falls through for some companies is if they don't have big payroll. So that's that's the that's the standard that they're using to figure out how to pay people is just through your payroll. Um, so so that's going to cover people who have a bunch of people on staff. Um, I think that I don't I forget what the max is, but I think it's ten million dollars, um, which is you know for for big companies. Uh, but you have to have less than 500 employees. Anything over that, then it turns into something else. Um, so, Jared, let's go to your next example. Or do you have any questions about that, Christian? Or you want me to go to the next example? No, that was it. I, th- I, th- I think I, I get the um, the metric and how they're kind of figuring it out. It makes sense. Yeah, Sorry. Month, I, one question I did have was, was, yeah, was the 2.5 number. How mm-hmm. did that factor in? Where did that come from? So that's on the application. So uh, okay. I'm, I'm just telling, I'm basically going through the instructions of the application. So okay. they tell you, they, they tell you all that stuff. So that's, um, it's supposed to be, so the PPP is supposed to cover you for the next eight weeks, which would be two okay. months. And so then they do 2.5 and that 0.5. So that extra would be for uh paying utilities, paying mortgage, paying rent. So if you have a bunch of employees, then that's going to be a big number. If you don't have a lot of employees, then that's not going to be a big number. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let's 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 continue with okay. uh, kind of like individuals. Yeah, so let's talk about crew. Um, so there's, two, there's a few different ways um, that crew members can go through the same process. Um, first, Would this apply to directors as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Let's. I won't even use filmmaker terms. Let's use uh, business terms. So we're talking sure, about independent sure. contractors. Yeah, ten ninety nines. Those folks uh, will do the same process. Um, and instead of showing payroll, what you'll do is you'll show your uh, pay over the last year. And this just gotcha. came online on the tenth, so last Friday. Okay. Uh, so it's the same process again. You'll want to go to your bank to do this. Um, and then also just a side note on banks. Um, so they want to have, you want to have an existing relationship with this bank, whether it's uh, a small local regional or I mean a small local bank, or if it's a big bank, uh, that's who you'll need to go to, but, uh, PayPal and square and Intuit QuickBooks have all also been approved to do this as well. So if you have a QuickBooks account, if you have a PayPal account, you can do this as well, um, through, through those folks. Um, so, so you'll go do the PPP through either your bank or through PayPal or someone like that. Same process. You're, you're going to figure out how much you've been paid over the last year. Um, they may ask for tax returns. You know, all of that's going to be on the form. Um, and then um, you'll multiply it by 2.5. And, and then that's supposed to cover you for the next eight weeks. That's the idea. Interesting. Yeah. I When I went to my Wells Fargo account, it like had a link to this page mm-hmm. like on on the bank so if people are wondering like how to access it through your bank probably just going to like your your bank's website i'm sure there's like a massive yeah yeah like, it's gonna be somewhere. a huge banner somewhere you know yeah. right on the home screen um, is this money running out 
Is this like a limited thing that? It, so it's so the if, PPP is capped at three hundred fifty billion dollars um, as of this morning. Billion with a B, right? Billion with a B. Okay. Uh, as of this morning, two hundred forty billion dollars with a B has been claimed. So there's um, and it's been open for a week or two. So it's definitely time to get on it. Um, do it as soon as possible. They are trying to approve an additional two hundred fifty billion dollars into this program. Okay. Um, but it has not gone through yet. So this is not something you Did, want to have. You for. gotten any, any checks or anything from your bank or have you actually gone through the process and actually gotten some of this money yet? Yeah. Uh, so the answer is no. Um, I've been checking, I've gone through the process. I had my stuff filled out, uh, and ready to submit the moment my local bank said I could. Um, that was on April 3rd is when I did it because that was for, for companies, not, not contractors could do it on April 3rd. Um, I just got an email today that it got kicked back because, um, I put my salary in there and it didn't show up properly. And so I had to resubmit some forms. Um, and, and you'll find as you're doing this, I mean, literally day to day, if you just, if you're reading the news, you know, they're, they're still trying to figure out, The, the process what they're doing it's, it's very yeah it's very <laughs> unclear um you know they they it's it's a huge government loan program that they rushed you know to get it out as soon as yeah. possible and what they're finding now is people are asking questions that they don't have the answer to you know yeah for example when i filled out the form on april 3rd it asked me how many independent contractors i pay well that's a lot of folks you know that's a lot of crew members um And then, so I was curious about that because they had said that independent contractors were going to fill it out too. So, it'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. You know, Christian, if I had hired you for some jobs last year, and then I would, I would be paying you for for work, and then you're also getting paid through the same program. You know, it's like I, right. it, it was very confusing. It you sounds know, so, perfect. I know. <laughs> uh, Sign week, me up. Week, yeah. No, uh, no, and then you know, sure enough, uh, Marco Rubio, who is he's the chair of the small business committee i think for the senate he was, he was literally like live tweeting he was like okay i'm getting a lot of questions about this we don't have the answer to that yet you know like so yeah so that yeah. was one of the things that popped up um anyway so back to my situation um something else that it's unclear about is what about the business owner you know so they're asking about how many employees i pay and then they're they're bracing right. that number off of that it's like well you know, what about my, <laughs> what about my bank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my banker a week ago told me, put myself in there. And then it got kicked back because I didn't have documentation to show it. You know, like they just looked at my payroll and I wasn't on my payroll. So anyway, it's, to answer your question, no, I have not received anything. It's, um, it's still, I think, I, I think I'm good. I think it's. Have you heard of anybody it? who has received any kind um, of. I did some reading yesterday and basically I think 9% of people who have applied have started seeing money through the PPP. Wow. Um, so that's, you know, obviously that's a, that seems like a low percentage, but that doesn't mean that money is being dispersed. So for someone like me or Christian, we don't own a company. I mean, mm -hmm. I do have a company that I like, you know, run. You have a loan out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, What did you do? Yeah, I guess like, well, more specifically, what what documentation should I have ready if I'm applying for this? 
Well, I, I'm hoping that you're using some kind of expense software or accounting software like QuickBooks or FreshBooks yeah. or something like that. I have, um, yeah, I have an accountant. Yes. Okay. Even better. So you'll, so they will, as an independent contractor uh, or, or even a business with no employees, they're going to want to see a profit and loss for last year, um, which your accountant can hit one button and export that for you. Um, And that's going to show basically your, how much money you made as a company. Um, And then that's going to be, that's going to determine how much you can apply for. Uh, it, it's also uh, it, it's capped at a hundred thousand. So if you make anything over a hundred thousand, you'll be capped at a hundred thousand for yeah. for your monthly payroll gotcha. um, per person. So um, so yes, I mean a, a PL is going to be something that they're going to ask for as a company. They're going to ask for your quarterly payroll tax reports and things like that. Um, everything should be pretty easy to um to export through any kind of accounting software or or an accountant can help you with that stuff yeah i think my my kind of like overarching question is like is this do you feel like what you're going to get is like enough no i mean it's 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 not an it'll be enough to pay my employees for the next you know month or two um but, but for you yourself, like you were saying, like the business owner is just going to yeah, sort so of mitigate if it anything? Gets, if it gets kicked back again, then I'll have to take myself out of it, and then I won't have enough to pay myself. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so I'll just be living on savings. Uh, I, I mean, this isn't exactly what we're talking about, but I feel like we're probably closer to shooting than some people think. You know, I feel like – yeah there's definitely a, this, you know, everybody talks about flattening the curve and, you know, it feels like we're coming in on the other side of this thing, but um, they're also talking about easing back into work and easing in. And I just yeah. feel like I, it's my personal opinion that once some people start going to work, then you know, it's gonna, everybody's kind of going to be flood that way. Yeah. What have you, I'm curious what, what kind of things you've heard about that? Like what are the conversations that you've either heard or are having? Um, conversations I'm having, um, are, it feels like the best, our best chance as an industry to get back to work will be starting small. Um, it's, it's, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like we're already on the other side of trying to figure out how to do all the cool zoom live stream concerts and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that was great. Um, but I like three weeks ago I was interested in figuring out the best way to do that. And like, let's turn that into a company and all this kind of stuff. And now I feel like the moment that people can start getting back to work, like that, that type of product <laughs> and that type of video is just going to be like, so passe, you know, it's almost like, yeah. like yeah. John Krasinski's YouTube show. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, it's perfect for this time. Whenever things go back to normal, like, he's not going to keep doing that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it is only because he's stuck in his house. Are, <laughs> are there, um, logistical kind of, um, considerations that have kind of come up as far as like a certain amount of people on set or how you're going to conduct yourselves on set, like distancing or, or has any of that come up in your conversations? Yeah. Um, so we've, 
I, I've proposed um, as soon as we start shooting to basically have a set medic at the door. Um, yeah. And the, and I I took my son to the doctor a few weeks ago for something unrelated to coronavirus, and they at the door they had a a nurse who asked us a few questions. You know, had we traveled outside the country? Have we had contact with someone who's have who has coronavirus? Uh, do we have a fever? Do we have any symptoms? And then they took our temperature at the door. And once we passed all those, you know, the, those questions and tests, they put a sticker on us that said cleared or whatever. Wow. And then we were good to go in the doctor's office. Um, wow. And so that's honestly where the idea came from. It's like, well, we could do this at, uh, on a shoot, you know, like have somebody at the door and it's not like it's, it's just, a precaution, you know, and it's probably yeah. not completely foolproof, but if you add that level of security, uh, and then add in, you know, masks and hand sanitizers and social distancing on set as much as possible. And, you know, I feel like, I feel like that's a pretty safe way to start approaching, you know, working again. Yeah. Do you feel like there's anything, well, it's just, it's interesting talking to you because, you know, for me, I'm just involved in much less productions as a director, but as someone who's running a company, you're just having to juggle like several at, at the same time. So I guess mm-hmm. I'm curious, like thinking about that, thinking about everything that we're going through at the moment, does anything feel like it's changed like irreversibly about production? Um, no, I don't think so. I think you feel like that- it'll get back to normal. I do. I do. I yeah. mean, you hear people say like things will never be the same. Like a handshake will be a thing of the past. And I think that, you know, we did a shoot right before like yeah. the week of this thing. And even then, you know, like everybody was like elbow bumping and you yeah, know, yeah. like I feel like when we start shooting again, like people will be very distant. People will, it'll feel, it'll feel different. It'll feel weird. And yeah. I just, I think, assuming assuming there's not some crazy second wave or there's not some mandate that's like, okay, coronavirus will always be here, so always act in this certain way. Yeah. If, if those things don't happen, then I think that people will get tired of it. You know, people will get tired yeah. of um, of the awkwardness of <laughs> of social distancing, and we'll just be ready to get back. You know, that's and that's just a personal opinion, but that's how I feel. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope. You know, I do think there are certain things that we can probably like take away from this experience that will be positive. But I think being able to like shake hands and hug people <laughs> will be yeah. something that we can return to. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that sounds like. I mean, who knows the timeline on that? But that sounds like you know good news in in some ways to just the idea that we can maybe like return to like being on set and shooting and working together. That sounds nice. I guess in the yeah. meantime. Um, uh, do you have any good uh, resources that you've been able to like uh, use in kind of tracking down some of this information that you share with us today? Um, business sites are good. They're not, they're not glamorous, but you know, thing like, like, like what, like cnbc.com, for example, you know, I yeah. watch, I watch a lot of business news and they're, they've been really good at this. Um, I uh, so that one of the payroll companies that I use for production is called Ratbook, uh, and Ratbook.com has a good running blog of nice. things um, for for this situation. You know, like they're they're staying up to date. So 
shout out to those guys. Shout out to Cameron over there. They've been they've been really helpful. You know, cool. um, one other thing that we haven't talked about um, is in addition to all these programs, there is um, so unemployment has been opened up for contractors. Mm-hmm. So that's it's usually something where you'd have to be an employee and, and laid off, but they have opened that up. So go to your state's uh, workforce site um, and you can apply for unemployment if you're a contractor. And what does that entail? So uh, unemployment benefits are typically reserved for an employee who has lost their job. Uh, and it's a temporary uh, paycheck that you receive until you find a new job. How are you able to, because I think I went to the unemployment kind of like section of the the website Mm -hmm. too early and the form was like very catered towards like employers and people who had had worked for like, uh, like, yeah. And it was, it was like impossible for me to try and like fill it out as as a forums that don't exist. Yeah. (laughs) How has that changed? So, So yeah. So the federal government, uh, announced it and they said, and you'll go to your state's website and fill it out. Well, all 50 States were stuck with their hands in their pockets. Cause they didn't, they have, they weren't ready for that, you know? So yeah, yeah. the moment they announced it, I'm sure we, you know, we all went to it and that's probably when you discovered that. Um, I would say check again. Um, yeah. and there may be additional resources. I haven't, it, I haven't looked into that. Um, like I haven't actually clicked through it, but I know that that process should be getting better by now, hopefully. Okay. A couple questions. I know there's also disaster relief. Is that yep. still something that's viable? Yeah. So that's the EIDL. So the EIDL is it's economic injury disaster loan, uh, and that's through the SBA, and you will apply for that through the SBA. Um, okay. And that is for what it's typically for, like pre-coronavirus, is um, probably the last the last disaster was the the tornadoes in Nashville. And so yeah. they, would, they would do it county by county or state by state. And as a company who's been impacted by the disaster, you would go apply for a um, low interest, uh, long-term loan. Okay. And, and then there's metrics that are involved in getting that money as well. So they want to see, you know, your, 2018 tax returns and basically they want to, they want you to prove like how much money you need and, yeah. and why you need much. Um, so that is a loan that you will pay back. Um, I think the deferred payments on that is six months. Um, okay. So that's another very good viable option. That's something else that I've applied for. Um, and that's going to be good for companies who don't have a ton of employees to help their PPP number. So, you know, Got so it. if you're, yeah. you're a company who's making a lot of money, but then it's getting paid out <laughs> to stuff other than payroll, then EIDL is probably a good benefit for you. Now, and you can do that. Uh, yeah, that, that was my, my last question. I don't know, Christian, if you have anything else, but are any of these like exclusive of each other? No. Um, the, the one thing that you'll, so the EIDL, you're supposed to get an advance, like, like money up front that yeah. they're just they're just trying to get people money to, um, to before the applications are even approved. Uh, that money is forgivable, meaning you won't have to pay it back. Um, but let's say that you get ten thousand from the EIDL as your advance, then you'll have to you can't you'll take that ten thousand dollars out of your PPP. So 
let's say, let's use an example of you get a $10,000 advance from EIDL and then with PPP, you get a hundred thousand dollars. Well, you're going to have to pay back 10,000 of that hundred thousand from your PPP. Like you don't, right. you, they're going to, that's the only kind of overlap you'll see between the programs. Okay. Whew. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. My, my last question, Jordy, was just like, what did we do for tax season this year? You know, yeah, what, so, what is everybody doing? So, um, I'm pretty sure all the states have done this, but the federal government has, has delayed tax, uh, your tax day to July 15th. So this is, uh, this is not assuming that anybody is doing extensions. You know, a lot of people do they'll file for an extension, which would push it to, uh, October. Um, so this is for people who would normally file on April 15th tomorrow. Uh, they do not have to file until July 15th and, um, you're not going to accrue any interest if you wait to file till July 15th. So usually when you file an extension for, for example, um, just because you file your taxes in October, doesn't mean that you got to hold on to your money, you know, if you owe the, the IRS money uh, for six months for free. You, you have to pay penalty right. basic, based on an April 15th um, tax day. So all of those dates have been moved back to July 15th. Interesting. And so when you extend do, do an extension, does it go to like... I'm tra- basically, does it get, does it like give you an extension for like the same amount of time as it would have from from April to, or is is it the same extension deadline as right. it would have yeah, been? Yeah, I, I, have, I haven't done research on the extension. I just know that okay, April fifteenth tax day has been moved to July fifteenth, and there's nothing you need to file on April in April to make it go to July. It's just across the country, everybody mm-hmm. July fifteenth. So I, my guess is they're not going to move the extension date back. Um, yeah, I, I, I maybe they have, maybe they haven't. I haven't looked into it yet, but I just know that I'll just do. go to CNBC to find out. <laughs> or Fox News. <laughs> or Fox. <laughs> your personal favorite. Um, all right. Well, special thanks to our business correspondent Jordy Wax, Daddy Wax. Um, <laughs> thanks for hopping on. And um, next time we're in the middle of the pandemic, we'll definitely have you on. Love it. Thank you guys. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jordy. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Um, Christian, as always, good to talk to you, buddy. Love you, man. I uh, miss you. miss you, too. I miss you especially. Like, I don't know. Remember we talked about me coming to New Orleans in, like, February or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> now it's going to be, like, maybe next February. Um, <laughs> but soon, dude. You know, maybe next time we do this, we should we should like Skype or something so I can see your little face. Okay. okay. Maybe next time I'll dress up for you. Oh, I'll actually put on some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I put on sweat. No, no, no. I I put on like normal pants today, mm-hmm. and I walked around the house in them for maybe like fifteen minutes, and I just went straight back upstairs and put on sweatpants. <laughs> like this is <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Uh, anyway, Jordy Wax, thanks for, uh, thanks for chatting with us today and, um, yeah, kind of bringing some clarity to some complex topics and systems and whatever. So hopefully it was helpful for you guys. Algorithms and scantrons and neutrons, neutrons, um, elements. If you are interested 
in Jordy's work. It really is like legit amazing. Go to contrast.tv, an amazing website too. Uh, check that out. Uh, also, special thanks to musicbed.com, our amazing sponsor. If you go to musicbed.com and want to license a song, you can use coupon code GOOD at checkout for 20% off. And uh, same applies for our other amazing sponsor, filmsupply.com. Go to uh, checkout and use coupon code GOODPODCAST for 20% off. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week on GOOD. And as always, much love from your hosts, myself, Jared Hogan, and Christian Schultz as well. And a big shout out to Christian Stropko, or as we call him around here, Christian number two for editing and mixing this episode, and also Eames for a podcast theme song. You can check out him and more at musicbed.com for all your music licensing needs, as well as filmsupply.com for all of your footage licensing needs. We, uh, we love you, all of you, and can't wait to see you next week. Bye.